you, EBO? Congressman District 8, Jason Smith, always makes time to be on this show. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. Good morning, Fawn. Great to be with you. Thank you. You were probably scared to come on after all the yelling I did before I patched <laughs> I'm just so sick of of people saying, oh, let's give everything to the poor. And us in the lower middle class are just fighting to keep our nose above the stinking water. And it's like we're dying over here and everybody else getting free stuff. It's crazy. It's exactly it's exactly what we that's that's the sentiment we heard when we crisscrossed the country um, to hold these field hearings in like Peachtree City, um, Georgia, Yukon, Oklahoma, Petersburg, West Virginia, where real working families, where real small businesses, where real farmers was expressing issues that they that that they're facing in today's economy and how the tax code only works against them. Yeah, it it does. I'm getting back less this year than ever before in my entire life, and I'm paying more than I ever have in my entire life. I I can't. I, where's it all going? That that I can't have enough money in my paycheck to live, but we can give it all to somebody else. What what's going on in this country? What are you doing to change that? Because Something better change. So, you know, the scary part is, is next year we're going to face $3.5 trillion of tax increases if Congress and the White House does nothing. Because of Trump's tax cuts from 2017 that are expiring, every individual will have an increase on their taxes, their individual rate. Plus, the, for example, the child tax credit gets cut in half from 2000 to 1000 The standard deduction gets cut in half, which 96% of the folks in our congressional district, they file using the standard deduction. Only 4% itemize. And then the, the itemized factor is what everyone talks about, all the various deductions and stuff. That standard deduction single-handedly has such a major impact, and that's why... Our our bill that we passed out of the Ways and Means Committee in June actually would have increased the standard deduction, and we're going to have to we're going to have to fight for that whenever everything expires next year. Do you have a chance in hell of making that happen? I think we do. I really do. But of course, it determines who is the makeup in the House and the Senate and in the White House. Hopefully, President Trump will will be reelected and. Then we'll be able to steer at least tax policy to what he did. The tax policy that we passed in 2017 led to the best economy in my entire lifetime. You saw real wages for real Americans increase by 5%. Under Joe Biden, just in his first three years, we've seen real wages for real Americans decrease by almost 4%. It's because of the policies of Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. Well, and it doesn't even matter if you get a raise these days because it's swallowed up by taxes anyway. I mean, you can run around and celebrate and and for for what? So you can pay more in taxes and then get less back at the end of the year? For any pay raise that people have received, not only are they paying more in taxes, but the fact that inflation has gone up almost 20% in the last three years. Mm-hmm. They're automatically being able to purchase less, and their pay raise is much less. That's why real wages have gone down by at least 4%. So what's your plan? What are we doing here? And I know you, you're you holding hands with the Democrat on this one. A lot of people are talking about this, and I don't think they quite understand what you're doing. All they heard was you're working with the Democrat, and they freaked out. 
Well, the only way that we can try to give tax relief for working families and small businesses right now is if we work with Democrats, because the Democrats control the United States Senate and the White House. The agreement that I was able to negotiate, I think, is one of the best agreements. When you have 84% of the entire House of Representatives to vote for anything, that tells you that you're at least moving in the in the right direction. This helps with 73,000 families in our congressional district just with the changes on the child tax credit. That is a huge win for our area. Also, the only thing that's made permanent in this bill is the small business expensing, Section 179. This is crucial to our farmers, manufacturers, small businesses. So if they purchase a tractor, if they purchase a lawnmower, if they purchase machinery, they get to write it all off for the year that they purchase it instead of having to amortize it for five years. That shouldn't be the case. That's how Uncle Sam tries to take advantage of small businesses. That is actually made permanent. Okay. Well, that's great for farmers and everybody else. But what about Joe, John Q. Public? And, and that is a good thing. I agree with you. Those things should happen. But what about everybody else who's swimming in 12 feet of water, treading, and we're too tired to hang on? Well, the biggest thing is is the child tax credit. That's that's the provision in there that helps families. So if you don't have children, you're not benefiting from that perspective. Mm-mm. But if you have children, this is where you benefit. There's currently in the child tax credit a penalty if you have more than one child. We eliminate that. So it doesn't matter if you have two or three children. The, the, the tax code should not punish if you have multiple children. Unfortunately, it does. And so we're rectifying that in that situation the standard deduction that i was referring to earlier that is what we tried to get accomplished over the child tax credit but the other side of the building kept saying no okay yeah so it just completely leaves out the people who still can't afford health insurance because they want to force us onto healthcare.gov um who are trying their best to help out their families but can't keep their nose above water because they don't actually have children in their legal custody so uh, it's just gross Bond, just the interest deductibility provision that we passed, it will it will help increase take-home pay for the average worker $58 billion just in that provision over two years. So a lot of these pro-growth, pro-economy pro, um, savings will fall down to the average worker with increased pay, according to what you saw from Trump's tax cuts of 2017. Now, are you going to take it back then when taxes are due? Because, I mean, it's it's great if you give it to me to take home because I'm going to spend it because I, I, have, I have bills, but then come time to file taxes, just not going to get anything back? It'll still fall underneath the same deduction that you're supposed to have. So, mm-hmm. um I mean, it'll be according to that percentage, the same percentage. That's not changing at all. Numbers make my face hurt. They really do. Because (laughs) I'm not good at math. And and for those of us who aren't good at math, which is over half the country, um, all we want to know is that we can work hard and buy things for ourselves without having to depend on the government. But we don't want to give a third of our paycheck every time we get a paycheck and then get nothing back at the end of the year. And then we watch people who have five kids get a $10,000 check and they ain't even working. Well, that was a requirement that, that I demanded in here to make sure that in order to get the child tax credit, you have to be working. 
If you remember back in the American Rescue Plan, they took away the work requirements. So you could get the check for all of your child if you're not working. That's not the case in the tax bill that we passed. We demanded work requirements. It's exactly how Trump did in 2017. And I wouldn't have agreed to it any other way. If you look about 2021, when they passed the American Rescue Plan with no work requirement for the expanded child tax credit and gave monthly checks, only 1.6 million people returned to the workforce in that whole year. But when that work requirement expired, where it was forcing you that you have to work in order to get it, in that following January and February alone, more than 1.7 million people returned to the workforce. Work requirements make a great impact, and we need to demand that in any tax policy. We do, because a lot of us wake up so stressed. We're all going to be dead by the time we benefit from any of this of heart attacks and stress anxiety attacks. Well, I mean, it's just gotten crazy. So if people want to contact you, if they want to read more about this, I've got 30 seconds. Where do they go? You can always contact us on Facebook, on social media, but also just come into our office in Cape Girardeau, Farmington, Poplar Bluff, West Lane, Zarala. Um, or if you're in D.C., please come by and see us. Okay. And remember, Jason makes time to come on this show and explain things. So now we can all settle down a little bit. I know I've been getting email after email about people who didn't understand what this was all about. Now you do. And you can get a hold of his office if you'd like to learn more. And Jason, thank you. You're doing a great job. And you Good should to talk with you, easily be reelected. Thanks, sir. Thank you. Uh-huh. Talk Bye-bye. to you later. You too. Bye. Bye.